Good morning, my friends and neighbors and all you lovely people out there. This is the day that the Lord has made. The Father has made this day. And I will rejoice and be glad in it. How did he make this day? Simply put, he just made it all happen, put all its things into sequence. And every day we wake up, this is because of creation. Perfect order. Hallelujah. My name is Daniel Ramirez Ramirez. Hallelujah. And this is the New Day Network, and this is Morning Manna. The reason why this show is listed as explicit, because apparently Christianity today is a, uh, a foul ideology to a lot of people. So cool. So I don't mind being in the drags of society preaching the name of Jesus. I, I, I don't. The gospel of Jesus Christ. I don't uh, apologize for it. And, what I, and the way I present it is the way that I present it. If you have an issue with it, pray for me. So I always put this out front of every message from this point forward. This is how we're going to do it. I'm letting you know as a listener. I want you to listen to me. Whatever you're doing, stop with no distractions at all. Don't listen to this program if you have distractions. Do not listen to this podcast if you have any distractions at all. Do not listen to this podcast, Morning Manna, any of the podcasts under the New Day Network uh, podcasts and programs. Do not listen to any of these unless you've, you're prayed up. You're ready, or if you're, or at least if maybe you're not, a, maybe you're not a believer of the way, maybe you're not a follower of the way. And that's cool. We, we, we want everyone to come. But when you come, you must remain open. That's what I mean when I say you must be prayed up. You need to be remain open to what God has to offer you. And notice I said offer, not demand, offer you. See, the most radical thing, people talk about, oh, you know, I'm going to be, you know, this radical individual. And, you know, no government, no this, no that. Okay. And that's fine. You know, government today is proving itself to be evil. I mean, that's just the bottom line. Government is evil. Okay. When you have to coerce people to follow your rules with the threat of, you know, violence, which is men with guns and women with guns and courtrooms and all these fines that are these arbitrary laws that are made up. Yeah, that's, that's evil. That's simply immoral. It's evil. I can give you a good example here in Modesto, California. Sheriff Jeff Dirksy uh, released to the public. There was a shooting. Um, one of his deputies opened fire on a uh, a Mr. Yang who uh, was on his own property at night driving a bobcat. And if those of you don't know what a bobcat is, it's a tiny tractor. It's a small tractor, mainly used in landscaping and for like residential or smaller jobs where you don't need, you know, where you can't really, it's, it's for like construction stuff. Most people in construction understand what I'm talking about. And those that don't, it's just a small tractor. It's all it is with the front loader. Okay, big old scoop thing. And so Mr. Yang is out there and he's uh, doing his thing. Uh, he's upset. I guess apparently Mr. Yang has some dementia or at least it's a, uh, it's assumed he has dementia. But when I listen to the conversation of Mr. Yang and the police when it's all finally said and done, and you would be appalled if you saw the body cam footage that I saw. You would be appalled. You would be 
you need to pray for those deputies. You need to pray for the deputy that shot Mr. Yang on his own private property. Mr. Yang had every right. It looks like it's way out in the middle of nowhere. It is here in Stanislaus County where I reside. This is our Sheriff Jeff Dirksy, the duly elected Sheriff of Stanislaus County, who, by the way, violates his oath on practically a daily basis, which a man of God would never do because it is a sin to violate your oath, gentlemen. Deputies, Deputy Sheriffs and Sheriff Jeff Dirksy, if you violate your oath of office and you cannot say administrative law, this, that, or you swore to do only two things, uphold and defend the Constitution of the United States and the Constitution of the Great Republic of California. Period. And Mr. Jeff Dirksy doesn't do that. So we need to pray for him because he brings upon himself, his deputies, and this county a lot of uh, destruction of lives. And Mr. Yang was having a breakdown. He was frustrated. Who knows what his wife called. The first time the, the sheriff and his, or the deputies came out to his, uh, to his residence on his private property, they saw there was really nothing there, and they, they left. Nothing happened. No incident. Wife calls back. We, we also have the uh, 911 uh, 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 calls, too. It's all, it's all public information. You guys can get it. Sheriff Jeff Dirksy. Get a hold of Stanislaus County DA's office if you want. And uh, they have all that evidence. The sheriff has to release the body cam footage to the public. He doesn't have a choice. He can sit there and claim he does, but he doesn't. If he honors his oath and doesn't want to walk in sin, he'll release that stuff. It's that simple. How is that sin? It's sin when you violate your oath. It's period. I actually have, I'm going to go ahead and read something to you right now. And I think this is important. I think the Lord just had me go right in on this. See, because I'm prayed up before I go into this stuff. People, are you prayed up? Are you ready to hear what is the truth? Are you ready to really hear the gospel of Jesus Christ? Not the gospel of your church. Not the gospel of your movement. The gospel of Jesus Christ. The gospel that was once and for all delivered to the saints. There's only one gospel, ladies and gentlemen. There is not 15,000, 23,000. Today, I think it's like more like 30 or 40,000 different denominations and sects of Christianity. Those, the kingdom of God, it is in the hearts of men. That's why you don't see it right now, other than in the hearts of men. You see it in the lives of the people who are the subjects. Yes, no, we are actually more than subjects. See, the kingdom of God is this enigma, this enigma. And it's a, it's a, the kingdom of God is made up of enigma, enig, enigma, enigmatic enigmatic people. It's made up of those in society who are considered an enigma. Those who don't fit in any whole square, triangle, hexagonal, polygonal, whatever. Jesus Christ, the righteous, the son of the living God, the creator of the universe, who it says in sacred scriptures tradition that in the beginning was Theos. I want to say in the beginning was Logos. And Logos was with God. He was not only with God, he is God. All things were made through him, and not one thing was made that has been made without him. And we beheld his glory as, a, as, the, as of the only begotten of the Father, full of grace and truth. Full of grace 
truth. Sheriff Jeff Dirkstein and his deputies that night, or or at least his deputies, and his under his name, under the under the people's name of Stanislaus County, that includes me, shot a man who a deputy I want you to imagine this. If you've ever driven a bobcat, and I have a few times, I used to be in landscaping, they're very loud. In fact, you would usually have, you you know, they're loud enough to where when you're working around a crew, they have to yell and, and you know, let you know where they're at and stuff. Why? You got to really be cautious. Why? Because it's loud. You can't hear people. They have to speak real loud. So imagine being out in the country on your private property and you got that thing going. It's nighttime. You got your light on and you're trying to, you're, he's pissed off at something. Something obviously mentioned, maybe the wife says she, I think she says she thinks he might have a dementia. Um, but he was like an 85-year-old man. He had a hoodie on and sunglasses, and he's driving a bobcat at night on his property. The police know this is the landowner. They know because the wife called the police to get help because she thought that he was just having a breakdown, and all he was doing was destroying some of his own property, which is called demolition in a real man's world, in a, in a sane human being's world. It doesn't justify opening fire and basically trying to kill another human being for destroying his own property. He wasn't trying to drive the, the bobcat over his wife. He wasn't trying to drive it over any police. And if they say anywhere in their reports that Mr. Uh, Yang was acting violently, no, he wasn't. He was, in a, he was in a bobcat demolitioning his own fence. Who knows? Maybe he was just pissed and he already had a project. He said, heck with that. I'm going to do that tonight. It's 2, 3 o'clock, whatever time it was at night. The guy had sunglasses on. The cops, I mean, the sheriff's deputy that is barking orders at Mr. Yang is standing way, it looks like he's at least 75 feet away. And he's yelling at a dude in a bobcat who's got that thing revved up and using it. He's working with it. A sheriff's car comes up to him, okay, with the lights on and, and their, their, uh, uh, their spotlights just pointing at him. Well, he's on his private property. He doesn't have to comply with them. He doesn't know. And how can you hear them? But what I'm going to get down to here, ladies and gentlemen, is that the police officer, the, the sheriff's deputy, excuse me, police officers are policy enforcers that work for the, uh, the city police department. That's a whole different thing. See, ladies and gentlemen, this is a different ministry. This ministry, guys and gals, ladies and gentlemen, señores and señoras, mijos and mijas, niños and niñas. This is directly the ministry that is going to be used to talk to those who claim to support and defend the Constitution. And why is that? Why is a ministry so focused on the United States, the Constitution for the United States? Because the Constitution for the United States comes right, it's birthed right out of the life of the church. It's birthed out of the life of the church. That to some will probably be a blasphemous statement, but I don't care. It's the creator I got to stand before, not you guys. I'm not worried about your judgment towards me. You'll find that out real fast. I don't care. And I'm going to say things that are going to offend a lot of people, and I don't care. Why? Because I don't care. <laughs> I don't care. I just really don't care. You, will you get offended because uh, 
I say something you don't like? Most likely. If you hear me right now, I'm talking in the background, far away from the microphone, right? Some people get offended by that. I don't care. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, the gospel of Jesus Christ is one that is preached by people who don't care what others think about them. They don't give a rip. Yes, I'm, I'm, I'm heating up coffee right now. In fact, I'm going to take you with me so that way you don't hide from me. I just want to make sure that we didn't run out of battery power. But you know what? I love you. In Jesus, I love you. I really mean that too. Those around me know me. Those around me know exactly how I feel, what I think. Well, not what I think. I mean, obviously. Nobody knows what I think. <laughs> I barely know what I'm thinking. But I do know this. That in order for us to become a healed human being, we need to go to the healer himself, and that's Jesus Christ. See, every day, we all go through struggles, every day. But, and, and every day, we know that we're dealing with, uh, ministries are dealing with all kinds of different, you know, every ministry has some place that they're meeting the needs of their community in some area. That's why they thrive in that area. This ministry is really reaching out to those who are in the position to actually do something to stop the insane shootings, the insane enforcement of stupid immoral laws. Trying to get people that work in law enforcement and judges and, and all those people are, are, are represented people. They're Americans. Just like they're no greater than... Dude, they wipe their asses the same way we do. Well, maybe some of them don't use toilet paper or maybe they use one of those little squirt toilets, you know, where they washes your butt. Okay? If you're offended by this, kick rocks. Jesus will deal with you later. One way or another, we're all going to stand before him. One way or another, we're all going to say, Lord, Lord, to the glory of God the Father. One way or another. Not because... God will force us to because we will acknowledge from our own our own uh, realization that Jesus Christ is all about love and forgiveness and mercy and grace and healing and all those beautiful things that bring beauty to humanity. All the other stuff, these, these unwarranted attacks on individuals because they dare to be free. They dare to stand in liberty. What kind of man or woman can put on a badge and claim to be standing for right and justice and yet go on to another man's property? And because that man on his own property, private property, doesn't want to listen to them because he's an 85-year-old man and he doesn't have to listen to other men probably a third of, near a third of his age, Okay? Literally. He does, he's already been through life. He doesn't need to listen to young men with guns just because they got guns. Whoop-dee-doo. Guys, gals, you are not called. You took an oath of office. All you law enforcement people, you need to repent because you took an oath. And if you're a Christian, you need to listen to this right now. And if you don't listen to this right now, you're going to hear this sometime later. Because this, once you've heard this message, too late, buddy. The seed's been planted. <laughs> the seed's been planted. 
the seed's been planted. And once that seed plants, somebody else is going to water it. And then somebody else is going to water it. And all of a sudden, poof, there comes a little sprout of a leaf. A little, a little sprout pops up. Germinated seed. And then that germinated seed all of a sudden shows itself to be some kind of leaf, some kind of plant. And that plant eventually grows. And as that seed is watered, it starts to flourish. And before you know it, you have a conscience again. And when you look in the mirror, all you can do is say, Lord Jesus, have mercy upon me, a sinner. And that's what I pray. Lord Jesus Christ, Son of God, have mercy upon me, Daniel, a sinner. I'm more of a sinner than you'll ever be. And I'm letting you know that Jesus is reaching out to you. But he's not just reaching out to you. He's reaching out to all your cohorts. Judges, don't be so arrogant to think that just because you have a black robe, your JD, your JD degrees, you've been practicing law 40, 50 years. <laughs> I don't know how long you practiced it. But the hubris and the arrogance of men and women in law enforcement, in the justice departments of our countries, of our country, of our states, of our communities, have failed, tremendously failed, and are literally attacking their own brothers and sisters in Christ. Oh, but we're doing it for your health and safety. But we're going to violate the law of God, which is love, mercy, grace, and honoring your oath. It is a sin to not honor your oath, ladies and gentlemen. It is a sin. It is an abomination to dishonor your oath of office. It's an abomination because by dishonoring your oath of office, you are literally destroying people's lives unjustly. And do you think that the Creator is going to let that keep happening? And He'd be justified in whatever justice he meets out upon your heads. Whoa, Lord Jesus Christ, Son of God, have mercy upon me, a sinner. Lord Jesus Christ, Son of God, have mercy upon me, a sinner. Lord Jesus Christ, Son of God, have mercy upon me, a sinner. You know, we all want to preach love, and we need to hear that love, but we also need to know that that love, okay, is what it's going to take to destroy our broken beings, our broken humanity. It's going to be what destroys. That love is what it's going to take to break through our hard, calloused, impenetrable hearts. These granite things we call fleshly hearts. We don't have fleshly hearts. We have carnal hearts. Carnitas in our chest. We are carnal. We forgot that our weapons are mighty through God, through the pulling down of strongholds and casting down imaginations and every high thing that dares to exalt itself against the knowledge of God. Listen, those who have an ear to hear, I am not anyone to look up to. I'm not anyone to follow as an example. I'm just asking you to follow Jesus. Don't follow me. <laughs> you follow me, you're going to probably follow you into a pit somewhere. But I will point you to Jesus on a daily basis. Why? 
because he's your he's our only hope. He is the only one. Because the Creator became the created. <laughs> Woo. Hallelujah, Jesus! You are so awesome. Oh, Father, you loved us so much that you gave us Jesus the Christ. And you probably, you might have heard that bass in the background. Somebody's going by, is literally shaking my windows. Lord Jesus Christ, you have to help us. But this is something I'm going to get into on these programs. And I, this, this program is not just for those looking, seeking that thing that you've been trying to fulfill in your hearts all this time, but you just, it's just not doing it for you. This is a program for those not on that, not at their last chance. This is your last, last, last of your last chances. Okay. This is the last, last, last of your last chances. This is the last last, last of your chances. How do I know? I just speak what is, is being impressed upon me. It's not magic. It's not some kind of sorcery. It's simply being sensitive to the Holy Spirit. How else can you be sensitive to the Holy Spirit but to listen, right? To, to feel, to, to allow all of you, not just your intellect, but all of you to become one. See, what's happened in our society also, ladies and gentlemen, is we've separated body, soul, and spirit. We, vi we, we violated creation by separating the body, soul, and spirit. There is no separation of body, soul, and spirit. When you die, you die. When you die, you go to paradise. What does that look like? I do not know. But as a human being, from my perspective, physically, your body goes back to the dust. And if you don't believe me, I have my, my wife... Right here on my shelf. My wife right here. That's me knocking on her urn. Her ashes are in that box. That's all her essence when it comes to the physicality of who we are. If I can even use that term, that word. Jesus Christ is the enigma of the universe. Jesus Christ is the enigma. Let, let, let me state that correctly. The man born Jesus, Hamashiach. He's born Jesus, son of Joseph and Mary. So that'd be Jesus bar Yosef. Jesus bar Yosef. But see, he did not have a heavenly father. He did not have an earthly father. He had a heavenly father. He's the enigma of the universe. He is fully God and fully man. He shares exactly the same nature of the father. Yet in heaven, even in heaven, there's a hierarchy and people can't get past that. And you know why? Because we're humans. We're created. We, we're not meant to get past it. <laughs> for us to get past that, to, for us to order to be able to grasp that, we have to actually have literally, literally, the power and the mind of God. We have the mind of Christ. But we don't have the mental, the intellectual, spiritual depth, breadth of the Heavenly Father, His Son, and the Holy Spirit. In fact, 
our knowledge, let me put it to you this way. Take just, just close your eyes for a minute, unless you're driving. Please don't do that if you're driving. I want you to picture in your mind, this is our knowledge attempting to get to the core of God's knowledge. Imagine a dove flying over the earth and brushing the top of the earth with its wing every thousand years. When that wing whittles down the earth to nothing, we haven't scratched the surface of God's intellect. Yeah. But out of his love and his grace and his mercy and, and his, his love for us to, to help us because we, we chose a different path. He sent his son to die for us. His, he, he became, his son became, the word of God became flesh and dwelt among us. And we beheld his glory as of the only begotten of the Father, full of grace and truth. So if you're going to be a Christian today, ladies and gentlemen, it's the same as a Christian of the first century. Nothing's changed. If you're going to be a follower of Christ and you're going to wear a badge and carry a gun, then you better honor your oath. Because if you carry your badge and you, I mean, if you wear your badge and carry that gun and you honor your oath, then you will never, ever, ever draw that gun on somebody who's not threatening you in any way. You're not going to violate somebody's rights because your overlords tell you to do so. And usually, Christians tend to end up leaving professions of law enforcement because of its corruption and how it destroys the very souls of those who serve it. Yes, ladies and gentlemen, I, I support law and order. I don't support tyranny. And we need today call tyranny what it is. Just like we need to say, the blood of Jesus cleanses us from all iniquity, nothing else. The blood of Jesus Christ. Jesus the Christ. Let's get it right. Enough of this. If you're going to say in the name of Jesus, it is Jesus the Christ. The son of the living God, the creator of the universe. No more are we going to sit here and play games with a word in English when we're reading a Greek scripture. <laughs> so really, Jesus' name in Greek is Jesus. Ho, Christos. Jesus. Baptizing them, baptizo, in the name of Jesus, ho Christos. And you will receive the gift of the Holy Spirit. Repent, every one of you. Be baptized in the name of Jesus Christ for the remission of sins. Repent, every one of you, in the name of Jesus Christ for the remission of sins. Repent, every one of you, in the name of Jesus Christ for the remission of sins. Ladies and gentlemen, the gospel that Jesus preached and the apostles shared to the world was not for the faint of heart and is only going to take men of renown 
and valor. Women who are armor bearers for their men. Woo, that's going to make some women mad, but that's only because you don't understand the kingdom of heaven. Men, stop wearing the skirts in your home. Take the panties off. Time to go ahead and put those jeans back on, man. Put on them boots. Be the men. Women, love your brothers. Because that's what your husbands are. They're your brothers in Christ. Not only that, they're your, they, they are your spiritual. They are your spiritual fathers. Okay? They're your spiritual father in your homes, ladies. I don't care what the world is telling you. I don't care what Margaret Sanger is telling you. I don't care what anybody in this world is telling you about what a woman should be. I think you should want to be what Mary was. Devoted, sold out to Jesus Christ. Later with what you think, I have rights. I'm going to do what I want to do. My husband's not going to tell me to do anything. I won't do it. Women have a right to be preachers too. No, they don't. When you become a follower of Christ, you must be willing okay, to lay it all down at the feet of the cross. At the foot of the cross, lay it down. Crucify your ego. Crucify your hubris. Crucify everything that stops you from totally surrendering to Jesus Christ, the Christ. See, even I have that condition, right? We're all taught to see Jesus Christ. Jesus Christ, or Mr. Christ. We look at it as that's his name. That's not his name. Jesus is his name, or Jesus. Christ is his title. Christ is his designation in the universe. Christ is who he is, or what he's come to be. He's come to be the great redeemer, the great healer, the great physician, the great forgiver, the great resurrector. Hallelujah, Jesus. Oh, Jesus, Jesus. Jesus, 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 we glorify you and give you praise, Jesus, we glorify your name above all names, Jesus. If you think that Jesus, if you can't get past the fact, my dear friends, of the material, you'll never get into the spiritual ever. If you don't learn to forgive, how can you be forgiven? You're, if you don't forgive, if you have hate, if you harbor hate in your heart towards anyone for any reason, that means you have unforgiveness. And if you have unforgiveness, you're in sin. I can guarantee you, God knows the things you've done. He knows. And so, so, so does the people that you've done them to. When we say, I've been basically a pretty decent person, we've sinned right there. That's pride. <laughs> See, this is the thing that people don't like about Christianity. It's about humility. 
If you can humble yourself in the sight of the Lord, he will lift you up. Humble thyself in the sight of the Lord. Humble thyself in the sight of the Lord. Humble thyself in the sight of the Lord. And he shall lift you up higher and higher. And he shall lift you up up into heaven. And he shall lift you up. Hallelujah, hallelujah, Lord Jesus. Jesus the Christ. Have mercy upon me, a sinner. Lord Jesus, Son of the living God, have mercy upon me, a sinner. Lord Jesus Christ, Son of the living God, have mercy upon me, a sinner. Lord Jesus Christ, Son of the living God, have mercy upon me, a sinner. See, ladies and gentlemen, as we go through our scriptures, I want you to understand something. The holy sacred scriptures are the holy sacred tradition of the church. Whether we want to accept that or not, it doesn't matter to me. That is the fact of life and the fact of history. It is not something that you and I can turn around and say, oh, well, I don't agree with that, so therefore it's not true. The beautiful thing about Christianity is that neither one of us can actually sit here and say, well, this is how it's supposed to be because... <laughs> We're 2,000 years removed from its beginnings and its foundation. And it's in the starting, or not the starting of its teachings, but the carrying on of its teachings. See, the sacred scripture was written for us so that we can know the truth, and the truth will make us free. But it's just not, a lot of people think that's where your truth starts and ends. It doesn't. <laughs> Everything written on a piece of paper is nothing but a letter on a page. That's it. has no power. The power is in the name. The name of what? The name of Jesus. Jesus. Hallelujah. Jesus. 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 Hallelujah. God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son. Humility is the kingdom of God. You know, I think the, the humility of the creator is so much that it would bring us tears. It'd bring tears to our eyes. It would melt us. It would, it, would, it would cause us to weep at his humility. Everybody says, you know, the Father, you know, they, they, they act like he's this hubris, prideful creator. If those things are sin and they're wrong, how in the world can we even attribute those things to the creator? We can't. Behold, I send my messenger before your face, who will prepare your way before you. The voice of one crying in the wilderness, prepare the way of the Lord, make his path straight. The beginning of the gospel of Jesus Christ, the Son of God, as it is written in the prophets. Behold, I send my messenger before your face, who will prepare your way before you. The voice of one crying in the wilderness, prepare the way of the Lord, make his path straight. John came baptizing in the wilderness, excuse me, John came baptizing in the wilderness and preaching a baptism of repentance for the remission of sins. 
Then all the land of Judea and those from Jerusalem went out to him and were all baptized by him in the Jordan River, confessing their sins. Now John was clothed with camel's hair and with a leather belt around his waist, and he ate locusts and wild honey. And he preached, saying, There comes one after me who is greater and who is mightier than I, whose sandal strap I am not worthy to stoop down and loose. I indeed baptize you with water, but he will baptize you with the Holy Spirit. Hallelujah. It came to pass in those days that Jesus came from Nazareth of Galilee and was baptized by John in the Jordan. And immediately coming up from the water, he saw the heavens parting and the Spirit descending upon him like a dove. Then a voice came from heaven. You are my beloved son in whom I am well pleased. Immediately the spirit drove him into the wilderness. And he was there in the wilderness 40 days and tempted by Satan and was with the wild beast. And the angels ministered to him. Hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. Hallelujah. Have mercy on me, a sinner, Lord Jesus. Hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. Oh, Lord, have mercy. Those that are going through with lost loved ones today. Oh Lord, we just lift up all those right now that are suffering in Jesus' name. Lord, for the little families, Lord, that are lost their patriarchs, their matriarchs, their brothers, their sisters, their aunts, their uncles, their tios, their tias, their padres, their madres, their esposas, esposas. Oh, Lord, people are broken today. And they're hurting. And Lord, a lot of it's because of our own choices. But a lot of it's not. A lot of it's things that are outside of our control, Lord Jesus Christ. Lord Jesus Christ, whom God merciful us. Now, after John was put in prison, Jesus came to Galilee, preaching the gospel of the kingdom of God, and saying, The time is fulfilled, and the kingdom of God is at hand. Repent and believe in the gospel. Hallelujah. Jesus. Jesus. Oh, Christos. Has called us today. He wants to heal you. He wants to help you. He wants to make you whole. He wants to bridge the gap you need to have bridge. He wants to lift you up because you're down. He wants to, sometimes he needs to bring us down so he can lift us back up. Because of our pride and our ego. 
like a good father would do to their children. But we're more than children. Jesus called us brothers and sisters. He called us his brethren. You and I are his brethren. You and I are his brethren. He says, I tell you these things. Not, I, I, you, you are no longer servants, but you are my brethren. He gave us shoes. And if you understand what that means in the kingdom of heaven, and at that time that Jesus said that, that means we're no longer slaves. But we are the children. We are part of the family of the living God, the creator of the universe, because of Jesus. In spite of ourselves, Jesus loves us. Jesus just wants to bring healing, peace, and joy into your life. But he also wants to admonish us and correct us and rebuke us when we do wrong. And that's what we're here for each one of us. I would expect you to say, hey, Daniel, you're, you're screwing up. You need to wake up, dude. Let's pray about this. All right, let's do it. I'm, I'm just a man. I am not the creator. I'm not anyone to follow. You need to follow Jesus. <laughs> Whatever Jesus you see in me, follow that. Follow Jesus. And he will lift you up. You humble yourself in the sight of the Lord. And he will lift you up. Lord Jesus Christ, Son of God, have mercy upon me, a sinner. Lord Jesus Christ, Son of God, have mercy upon me, a sinner. There are people today who work in our governments. And I'm talking to all of you. Police, politicians, city councils, county boards of supervisors, Whatever titles people have, it is immoral to for you to think that that title somehow grants you the right to stop God's people from doing what they need to do to serve him and worship him. It, it doesn't give you the right to go ahead and violate the very oath of office you swore to hold. And it, that's literally a very serious thing. That's a very serious thing. Your oath of office, ladies and gentlemen, whether you are a social worker working for the county or you're a police officer on the city streets, you all swore an oath of office, and it's a very simple oath. It says that you, your name, you swore to uphold and defend the Constitution of the United States and the Constitution of the state of California from all enemies, foreign and domestic, and that you do this without any coercion, and that you do this not intending to usurp or to get around the Constitution. <clears throat> but today we've seen this happening on a national global scale today, where men and women who've been given a trust have violated the trust of the people and are violating our rights on a daily basis, even to the point where they're telling us how we worship, where we worship, even what goes on in our own homes. And it's time for the men of God and the women of God to stand up and not take it anymore. Do what you're called to do, men. Stop sitting around and talking about how much of a man of God you are. Get out there and do it. 
Why aren't there any men, any men on the street preaching today? Why aren't there any men out there drawing in souls into your churches? Why? Because we're lazy. We're apathetic. It's easier for us to do like what I'm doing right now, right? Just getting on here, throwing a podcast up and not actually going out and doing anything. But ladies and gentlemen, this message will challenge you to get out and do something about it. The only way we can change this world is to change hearts, is to change the minds. But only the person that can change the minds is the creator. And the only way that is happening is when we humble ourselves in the sight of the Lord and then he'll lift us up to the place that we need to be in order to preach the gospel that needs to be preached. This isn't about building churches, ladies and gentlemen. There's only one church. And that church is wherever two or three are gathered in Jesus' name. That is what the early church taught. Period. They had bishops. They had pastors. Okay? But once again, where two or three are gathered in Jesus' name, there is the church. That's the church meaning. That's fellowship, actually. You know, Jesus loves you so much. You know, he, 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 I'm unworthy. I'll tell you right now, I am unworthy of his grace, his mercy, and all the beautiful things he's blessed me with in my life. I'm absolutely unworthy. I am a dirty human. Yet I know that he loves me, despite all my stupidity, all my dirty humanness. He still chooses to love me. And so all I can do is love him back. And he wants to share that love with you. So as Peter said, it doesn't matter where you've been. It, it matters the fact that we are away from Jesus. And if, and if we've walked away from him, as if there's been a time in your past that you were serving Christ, that you were following Christ, that you're following the Messiah, that you're following Jesus, oh, Christos, that you're following him, that you were on fire for him. There's, there's people out there right now that I know that were on fire for Jesus. They know what I'm talking about, but they've been lied to. And you listen to lies. And the place that you're in right now is you need to own that. You need to own that. Nobody else got you where you are except you. Nobody put you in that state that you're in except you. There are certainly circumstances that were outside of your control, but you are the one that dictates your state. Nobody else. So are you going to hold on to your past? Are you going to hold on to your former glories? Are you going to sit there and hold on to vainglory, your pride, your ego? Or are you going to humble yourself in the sight of the Lord and sing this and let's worship God together? And if that's you right now, as, as I'm getting ready to, to close the morning manna program today, to, to end it for today, as we close out this morning program of manna, the morning man, hallelujah, Jesus. I want you to really search your heart. If you don't know Jesus, all you have to do is surrender, consider what he's offering you, which is love and life and purpose and peace and, and, and forgiveness, <laughs> a cleansed heart and mind and new life. But we must repent of our sins, every one of us, 
and be baptized in the name of Jesus Christ for the remission of sins and will receive the gift of the Holy Spirit who carries us through this life, who helps us navigate this journey we call life. This is, this is our proving ground right here, ladies and gentlemen. This is your proving ground right now. This is where you hold on to your birthright or you let it go. What are you going to do? Turn your eyes upon Jesus. Look full in his wonderful face. And the things of this earth will go strangely dim in the light of his glory and grace. Oh, Spirit, are you weary and troubled? No life and this darkness you see. There is life in the on the Savior. Life more abundant and free. Turn your eyes upon Jesus. Look full in his wonderful face. And the things of earth will grow strangely dim in the light of his glory and grace. Lord Jesus Christ, Son of God, have mercy upon me, a sinner. Lord Jesus Christ, Son of God, have mercy upon those listening right now. Lord Jesus Christ, Son of God, have mercy upon all of our political leaders that they, too, will be touched and opened and brought into the kingdom of heaven. In the precious name of Jesus the Christ, Father, we ask this. Amen.